Sega Dreamcast. Sega Dreamcast? This is Talk Can Audio. I am a man of my word. I'm here today on the podcast, episode 1202 of Tall Can Audio, to pay off a wager. I lost, uh, I don't know, it's an entire lifetime of cheering for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and yet sometimes I still bet on them, and they break my heart every goddamn time. Matt Robinson here in our TCA studio in beautiful Bytown, Canada, sitting across the table from Ian from the Whippersnapper Brewing Company. What's happening today, man? Hey, Matt, how are you? <laughs> I, I was going to say I was, I'm glad to see you, but <laughs> not, so not, not so much this not time. Not have to pay up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, we are on social media at Talkin Audio. Give us a follow there. Make sure you subscribe to the pod wherever you're hearing us. Hit the, uh, hit the brewery socials. Where can people find you? Uh, yeah, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Whippersnapper Brew, and Facebook, Whippersnapper Brewing. And as you had to remind me, 1P. Correct, 1P. It's W-H-I-P-R-S-N-A-P-R. Exactly, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been staring at the cans for like days at that point, drinking them, and I still spelt it wrong when I've I was seen every spelling under the rainbow. <laughs> I'm, I'm sometimes a little bit smarter than my own good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's how we'll frame Not that really, anyway. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and you and I, uh, a week or so ago, the uh, Leafs play in the Sens. You challenged me to a bet on uh, on Twitter, and... I was happy to uh, to engage that if the Leafs had won, you'd offer me uh, six beers out of your brewery. And, oh, if the Sens won, I was going to have to let you inside <laughs> my uh, my secret stash, the uh, the Matt Reserve Collection. The Matt Reserve Collection that Lee should not have access no, to. No, and, and yeah. yet, he, I'm standing right in front of it half the time, and he's kind of looking at me like, get out of the way. Like, I got to get in there. So, um, you have come by. You actually, you've been a good guy about this. You brought me a couple of beers as well from the brewery, so that's very cool of you. But uh, you have gone into into the secret stash and seen some of the things tucked away in there. Where are we starting today? What did you pull out of there? Well, that's a good question. I, I have a couple in front of me. Yeah, here, and I'm going to start off with the IPA. So okay. I'm going to go with left field center cut exploratory IPA series. Is that the one with the microphone on it? And uh, it is not. It's no, just like green with lettering on it. Okay. Yeah. Cause there was another one. I thought it might've been called center cut. I'm obviously mistaken, but that was one that uh, we had Dan Schulman on a month or so ago Oh yeah, yeah that yeah. he had partnered with uh, left field to work on one. And uh, they had a couple different IPAs. So I, I couldn't remember which is, which is which right. at this point, but yeah, uh, I remember that. That so I did that. put in an order from, uh, from the brewery and got a few different things at that point, uh, nice. to, to support them. But that's, uh, they make some nice stuff down there. I don't know how familiar Despite you are with Despite it being in, in a very small format. Yeah. Yeah. It is one of the little cans. <laughs> they sent a, when I placed the order and it's on me, like it says right on the website, it's a 350 mil can, but I'm not really paying attention to that, right? You're just right. clicking through. That looks good. That looks good. I'll yeah, grab one or yeah, two. Exactly. And then they show up and you're like, oh. <laughs> come on. I feel like I've been cheated. A little bit. Yeah. yeah a little bit. But again, it's on me. They put it out there. I just missed it. And don't so. you call yourself tall can audio? Yeah. Not small can audio. No, that doesn't work as well. Right. Audio. So yeah, yeah. yeah, not so much. Let's get cracking. Let's do that. <laughs> Tell the. All right, so you Tell got, the good people about what you brought me here. Right, so I brought you something from our tickle trunk, I like to call mm. it. Um, it's something from last year's Christmas bundle, and that is a Mai Tai IPA. Yeah. So. <laughs> Mik, milik, I've already, milik, it's the song. Maka. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and as you pointed out correctly in the green room, it takes you back quite nicely to uh, mm. Na- National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and the, and the diving board scene and yeah. the, uh, that music in the background. So. Right. <laughs> um, 
what this is a good place to start you can tell us all about uh this is obviously from last year's collection but mm. you've got another one coming out this year another collection what do you guys do around the holiday season over at the brewery yeah so for the past this will be year four that we do our own 12 pack of christmas beer releases mm. 12 completely new beers uh an entire label series dedicated or you know directed at one specific type of thing. So two years ago, it was movies. So we did Die Hard and Elf and a bunch Uh, of See, you let off with the most controversial one. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Well, we also have uh, Gremlins in there too. So (laughs) we hit both of them. Right. (laughs) See, I'm not, I'm less familiar with that argument. I know the Die Hard Christmas movie. I'm not as familiar with the Gremlins. I don't think I've ever even seen Gremlins to be honest with you. So we we opened that pack with the first day was Die Hard. So let's just get this out of the way. (laughs) Let the arguments begin. Yeah. And whoever thinks it's not for Christmas, they're just wrong. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Strong opinions here on the podcast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so last year we did it all based, uh, based on uh, Christmas songs. Okay. Um, so yeah, you've got uh, Bing Crosby's Melikiliki Maka. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, there's a pile of other things. We we mix it up. We had some Mariah Carey in there. Ah, nice. We had Wham! Last Christmas. Any Bruce? Uh, no, no, Bruce. Uh, that, that, we had that's my DMCs, favorite Christmas song. Uh, Christmas oh, I like that. All right, yeah, that was yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, we, you know, we get to have fun with it, and we had a little QR code on it that linked you up to uh, Shopify, where you could listen to the song while you're drinking the beer. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. So, are you? Do you have a theme this year? Are you prepared to tell us what I it is, or is a it theme. a surprise? I'm not prepared to tell okay, you. Yeah, fair it's enough. it's all. So each can is individually wrapped. So we have a label, but then it's hand wrapped. My wife. And uh, a small group of people that we basically set up a little sweatshop to wrap these things. (laughs) We feed beer and pizza to you. Yeah, okay, individually wrap these things. Um, They all get individually wrapped, so you don't know when you get them what they are until you you know it's that day, and then you open it up and you unwrap that one particular can, and then then we start talking about things. We'll do live shows and talk about the theme, talk about uh, the beer, and and uh, that kind of thing. Okay, yeah. And so, when does that become available? So it's available for pre-order now mm-hmm. uh, through our website, and we're still finishing all the brewing. <laughs> Labels finally got done, but uh, we hope to have it all done by early December, and then would be shipped out, let's say, 8, 9, 10, or something like that, or available for pickup. This is pretty nice. Got a little... Uh Spice is the wrong word, but like there's something that, uh, something coming at me that you'd be able to tell me better than I. Uh, yeah, and honestly, I, I don't even remember. So it's a Mai Tai. I yeah. can't even remember what's in a Mai Tai now, but we, we, we do a lot of tinctures as well. So whatever spices would typically go or flavor profiles yeah. would go into a Mai Tai, would, we create a, a tincture for that or we add in a lot. I've never heard I think that word a lot before of pine, in my life. Pineapple in that one. A tincture, yeah. So if you're soaking spices or different ingredients in, in alcohol, it extracts those flavors without, you know. Huh. Yeah, lending bad things Interesting. To no, I've never heard that term before. So that's, yeah. uh, that's it. Learn something new every day while there you're sitting here and cracking a pint, right? <laughs> For sure. So when you're doing something like this, you know all year long that I gotta, I gotta be thinking about yeah. our Christmas pack. I need a uh, theme. And then once I have the theme, I have to have some ideas. How far out, like this is obviously going to be a December release. Like how far out into the year do you set this up or set, like set your mind? I know this is the theme and what we're going to do this year. Yeah. Uh, we, tr- we started thinking about it almost immediately. And actually my wife, uh, Sarah was, was saying, Hey, I've got ideas for next year already. <laughs> right. Like on right. boxing day or something. <laughs> yeah. Not even boxing day. Oh. Like last week she said, I have ideas oh. for next year. <laughs> oh, we, I see. For we next have year. We talked yeah. about next year as well. Next yeah. year being number five, do we do a, a greatest hits oh, type yeah. of thing? So we've, this will be year four. So we've had four years, 48 different beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we could pick from to to do year five, but I'm still not convinced that I'm going to do that. <laughs> I might just go for another sort of theme again. Sure, but I'll I'll think about it for quite a few months and sort of 
try and think about how we can represent it in a label format yeah. and, and the beers that would then go with it and and you know how how do we create the the artwork to support that theme and that kind of thing it 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 takes a lot of time i can only <laughs> I imagine procrastinate like nobody <laughs> like nobody's business i'm the worst well and like i think we talked about this the last time you were in that like you have a a lot of a lot of beers and so there's yeah. obviously got to be a lot of labels and there's going to yeah. be a lot of like n- names that are maybe kind of punny or you yeah. know wordplay things like yeah. that like this seems to be a bit of an outlet for you right to well definitely yeah when your day job is 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 a pm for a high-tech firm it's not the most creative outlet sure in the world and and i've been doing that for i don't know 20 30 years now it feels like right so i always have liked this aspect of brewing and i always said that when i got into brewing i didn't get into it to churn out widgets right. to do the same thing over and over and over again or you know just you know just do the same thing mm-hmm. i can do that in a better way at the job I have today and get paid a hell of a lot more money. Sure. <laughs> so if I'm going to be doing this, I'm going to have fun doing it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have fun creating these things, creating the labels, getting to experience it with our customers. It, that for me is more, more, uh, more satisfying. So when we do the, the holiday, I don't know if it has a name that I'm, that your pack here. Is. It's the unfiltered beer miss. Unfiltered beer mess. Okay, I like that. There's 12 in it? 12 different beers, yeah. Okay, yeah. and uh, it's available now at the website? It is, To yeah. pre-order. Yep. yep, for pre-order. And roughly when would people be expecting to be able to pick it up or have it delivered? I or? think by um, December 8th, 9th, and 10th would be in around that frame. Yeah? Yeah. So we'll probably have two or three delivery days yep. uh, going to different areas of the city, and we'll just say, okay, pickups can start on day X or whatever. So if you're in the area and you want to come by and pick it up, it's not COVID anymore. You sure. can come yeah, by and yeah. grab things, so... Yeah. And each of them is individually wrapped so you can keep it surprised if you're giving it as a gift. Right? Every like single can. So it comes in a box yeah. and every single can is individually wrapped. So even if you open the box, you're not going to see, you're not going to be able to pick it's it up. It's got to be tedious without, to put together. Yeah, right? It's a bit. It's a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and we actually just did a uh, reel last night uh, showing the process of, yeah. of getting that all together. So there's a lot of work. I sure. saw that on uh, up on your Instagram. It's worth a follow there if people want to check that out. Yeah. We'll, we'll put links to all of this stuff in the show notes at talkinaudio.com or wherever you're hearing us right now. Uh, how's the, uh, the early return on the, uh, the IPA? There? I like this. So yeah. I, I, I love a good IPA. It's my favorite beer, uh, along with a Pilsner. This one's nice and clean. It's a little bit more West coasty, yeah. which I really appreciate. Very clean. Got some nice pininess to it. So well done left field. Not that you are listening to me. It's fine. <laughs> it might be. We n- you never know who's listening, right? Well, if That's there's one true. thing I've learned over 1200. listening to you just had Dan Shulman on. That's right. Yeah. Pimping their beer, exactly. right? So, um. Oh, hell yeah, they should be. If there's one thing that I've learned over 1200 episodes of this, now granted for the first couple hundred, nobody was listening, uh, <laughs> but you never quite know who's listening. Every not the people who every now and then have dropped me a message or sent a text or, you know, just, Hey, heard your show or saw somebody retweet it, thought I'd check it. You're like, man, that's kind of, and that's how you got half of our guests half the time. Oh like, yeah, no uh, doubt. You've got a hell of a guest list. And we were just talking about it in the ready room there yeah. that you are popping something out every single day now. <laughs> it seems like that. And I, that wasn't intentional. Yeah. It just sort of. The number of guests that were interested in doing it or things to talk about too, right? It's been a busy fall in the, uh, in the sports world. We we're no turning out a lot well, of shows. It's not like there's nothing to talk about in Ottawa Senators no, land, right? That's true. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to hold you off there. I'm not going to let you get to the Sens <laughs> quite yet, even though that is why we're sitting here t- today is uh, well, what the Sens right. did yeah. last week. Uh, this one's really nice too. I, I, I don't know that I've ever had, and I, and I, this is another thing you and I were just talking about in the green room. Half of the beers I enjoy stem from things I otherwise 
wouldn't have experienced. I think I mentioned like a coconut cream pie stout. I'm not a pie guy, yeah. but you, if you want to mix that into my beer, I, I'll try it, right? I got time for that. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. I don't think I've ever had a Mai Tai before in my life. There you go. But it's a pretty tasty little beer, yeah, so. Yeah. we, and in the summertime, we'll typically do uh, a couple of different beers that uh, have spins on cocktails. Right. Like around the pool cocktails. Sure. Or something that you'd have at the dock or whatever. So yeah, we did a couple of those and, and it's fun to sort of incorporate those kinds of flavors. Mm-hmm. So outside of getting ready for uh, for the, the Christmas rush here, what else is going on at the brewery? What's new right now? What are you working on? What can you tell us about? Well, so immediately after this, uh, after we done record here, doing the recording, yep. I got to go back to the brewery and, and uh, can up our nog hog, which is our Christmas eggnog white stout. So That's again, you're going to have to hold a couple of those for me. I'll be, uh, oh, absolutely. I'll be interested yeah. in I that. I was really hoping that we could have canned it already and I was going to bring you some. Yeah. So, and I was going to give it the Lee challenge. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> that is something that he might try. Like he's... He likes stuff like that, right? That's a little off the beaten, tr- off the beaten trail. That yeah, he likes weird stuff. He does, but there's rules to his weird stuff. There like- really is. I, I, and I put this out on Twitter before he was coming in last <laughs> week. It was like, I can't remember which, but it was like it can be sweet but not fruity. But if it's going to be fruity, it can't be. I, I, there's yeah, you need a checklist. Yeah, yeah. There's criteria, <laughs> and like. It's a giant Venn diagram. I have two yeah. <laughs> two fridges outside this studio. I, there's got to be 35 different types of beers. And he's just, no, no, no. I'm like, <laughs> he's like, you don't have anything good. I have all beer, Lee. Yeah. I have, <laughs> it's these are good. beers. Like, yeah. I, I don't have enough Rattlers. I get that for you. I, I, I Like, I don't know what else to, to say. And uh, we had Chris Hoffley in here the other day, and he'd listened to the last couple episodes that Lee had been on. And and, and uh, Hoff was throwing some elbows at him, too. <laughs> and so... And I can't even remember what it was now that Hoffley had, but it was some sort of fruited sour. And he said, I took this one just because I think it might be one of the only ones Lee would like, and I'm not leaving it for him. So. Nice. <laughs> Honestly, I was looking for that kind of thing. But. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been a bit of a scene getting to f- try to understand Lee's uh, um, beer taste. Just tapes. say that. Yeah, yeah. Just understanding Lee is fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's true enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I should let the good listener know in case you missed it. Hoffley was in here on the last episode. That was number 1201. Had a lot to talk about with him about uh, the PWHL team that's going to be moving into TD Place right there with uh, the 67s. That's going to be, uh, they're getting up and running with training camp this week. So there'll be, I imagine, quite a bit more news around that team starting to span out. But we also talked to Hoffley about maybe some frustration in the fan base after another bad red black season and how he as the PR guy has been trying to handle that. Yeah. <laughs> that's tough. Honestly. And, and what's coming up around the 67. So that's worth your time at episode 1201 at talk And, uh, I can tell you that on tomorrow morning, we're going to have Dean Brown from Sweden over there with the senators. They're getting ready to play some of these, uh, these Swedish series games or Euro I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they're in the Swedish chef here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, we'll have Dean on to talk about what the vibes are like over there, whether the city seems excited to have the NHL and maybe just what Dean's come across, you know, maybe for food wise, beer wise, things like that around Stockholm. He's been over there for a couple of days. So that'll be fun. And then on uh, Friday morning, Mike Comito, author of the book Leafs 365 will be here. Yeah. God. <laughs> uh, Mike has two books out already. One is uh, Hockey 365. The other is Hockey 365, the second period. And those are books that each day have a page or two dedicated to something interesting that happened in the hockey world um, on those days. 
Uh, and you can kind of, he's always said, you just throw it on the back of your toilet, right? While you're taking care of business in the morning, <laughs> read about what's in the news that day or what, what happened in the hockey world that day. This one is going to be Leaf specific. He's got another one coming out next year that's going to be Hab specific. Uh, Mike's been on the show a bunch of times before. We'll talk to him about that on Friday. So hope you all stick around for all of that. Um, I'm curious. We might as well get to it. We can talk a little Sens. Uh, they are over in Sweden right now. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> For the moment, like all these teams seem to be, right? Like it's, it's kind of quiet on, uh, it, it takes a few days once you get over there to get acclimatized to the time zone and everything. So like they're practicing and they're getting up to speed. But over here, there's nothing on at night to watch your Leafs or your Sens or whatever else might be going it's on. Brutal. It's November too. It just got dark at four o'clock. Yeah. It's like, okay, can we go watch some hockey? No. No. Your team's gone to Europe for... I mean, Steos is probably happy that we're not talking about the Sens right now, but... And then this is one of the things I wanted to ask you about, like, you and I miss our teams. Like, I wonder, and I asked Rob about this on the Monday show, like, do you think the Sens might be happy to get out of Dodge for a week or so? Like, is this a good time for them to go away and do something like this? A lot of teams will say these trips are good team building experiences, the fan base around here, perhaps not unreasonably, has been a little cranky towards them. A uh, but, cranky. I've, and I've heard, I've listened to, uh, you know, I, I listen to a bunch of podcasts mm-hmm. while I'm brewing and stuff. The word bonding is the most ridiculous, overly used word. In You're not buying game. it, eh? <laughs> well, no, I, I understand what the bonding means. It, going, it means going out and getting hammered together. Sure. Which I hope, you know, because I used to travel a lot for work. Yeah. And I used to say, you don't really get to know somebody until you've spent some time. Have a couple of drinks with them. Exactly. And then you really get to know them and you can let your guard (laughs) down. For better or worse. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, for me, it's usually worse. (laughs) But uh, yeah, and so this whole bonding, and they just say bonding, bonding, bonding. It's like, ugh, it's it's a terrible word. (laughs) Can't you just say going out and having some drinks? But I don't even know if they do that anymore. I don't either. Like kids are not quite that way anymore. They're they're talking about them all being healthy. Brought their Xbox to the hotel. (laughs) So I, I, I did that. Um, not, I, <laughs> it was 15 or so, 20 years ago at okay. least, uh, I was working for a company in Virginia. We were in high tech and I had a Dreamcast. Sega Dreamcast. Which is super old school. Sega Dreamcast. Yeah, Sega Dreamcast. And, uh, me and my buddy that I was working with went over to Germany and, uh, we were like, well, there's not going to be anything to do. So <laughs> idiot, stupid that we were, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just plug in a Dreamcast. Sega Dreamcast. We'll play games late at night or whatever on the weekends or something like that. Popped it in. And then of course the voltage oh, is no. different. So it spun up like, <laughs> pop. <laughs> And sorry for the pop on the mic, but yeah. uh, it uh, it blew the power in the entire hotel. No way! Yeah. <laughs> Everything about this story is wild to me. Like, I'm in one of the great countries of the world, and I'm bringing my Dreamcast. Sega Dreamcast for starters yeah, is a ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's, it's not a good lead-in. No. <laughs> and then we yeah, did we go to the grocery store and get a pile of beers before we were going to go play some games late at night. I went with a couple of guys over to Malmo, Sweden, yeah, and again, this is I don't know, almost 20 years ago now. I hate that I can say that. Uh-huh. Uh, it was 2004. <laughs> we were over there, and uh, oh one. <laughs> yeah. Late nineties. Maybe it was, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so it was Oh four. We're in Malmo and just, I was still young. So I'm like, I guess what? 21, 21 at the time. And I figured what the hell I'm going to take my Leafs jersey. I got a Matt Sundin jersey. The Swedes will love it. Right? <laughs> and so I'm over there with, actually Rob was one of the guys I was traveling with. And yeah. so we're on the last day over there. We go down to this, uh, we're looking for beer, like this grocery store, this market, this yep. whatever that. And so we're, 
looking at these two Borgs and whatever else they've got going on over there. And uh, some old guy comes up to me and goes, hey, Matt Sundin, we love Matt Sundin. Matt Sundin's awesome. And so now Rob's all indignant. He's like, hey, what about Daniel Alfredson, eh? And the guy goes, yeah, he's fine. But Matt Sundin, Matt uh, Sundin's the guy. <laughs> so, but we, each of us, grabbed like a flat of yeah. beers to carry back to the hotel. And so there's these like four or five Canadian guys, each of them carrying a case of beer up on their shoulder. And there are literally people like sticking their heads out of the shops. Like in this downtown of Malmo, um, there's like a walking complex. You can't drive. It's all just walking. I forget what they call it, but like walking streets basically. Yeah. And there are like people like sticking their heads and going, yeah, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> We're living up to our reputation over there. <laughs> Everybody needed their own two four to bring back to the hotel. Well, and it's silly because they just go out and drink. Right. That's it. They'll just go to the the beer garden yep. or the local, I guess, pub. Sure. It's not a pub in Germany, but not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or in Sweden. Yeah. 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 Like, so, uh, and I know there's actually a group of Sens fans that have traveled over. Yeah. I don't know if they all went together, but like this would be, if you were into such things or looking for a vacation or whatever, well, Sweden's a beautiful country to visit and the Sens are going to be there for two games. You go for a week, check out those two games. So I've been seeing on Twitter, like they're organizing meetups, right? We're all going to get together before the Sens game at such and such pub in Stockholm. And, and so in that regard, it's kind of a cool... Yeah, it would be very fun. Yeah, kind be. of a cool vibe. So. Yeah, no, I dig that. Yeah. I was listening to something else talking about the fact that it gets super... Like, I mean, it's super dark here, mm-hmm. 4.45. But Sweden is even that much further north. I said it was 3.27. Yeah. By the time it gets dark. Yeah, <laughs> sunsets at 3.27 this time it's of like, year yeah, in Stockholm. Let's go out and then you'll be ready for bed by five. That's Honestly. I would be, but. Especially with a couple of pints under well, your hat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. These games are, I don't know. They're, they seem sort of scattershot to me. Like it, it's, why are they there? Like, did we lose a bet? <laughs> well, I did. Well, yeah, yeah. you did. But, which I think we're both surprised about, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it's just sort of like, well, here's four teams you guys can go this year. And then, well, are you going to send four different teams next year? Like, well, maybe, but it might be to Prague or to Helsinki or to whatever. So you're not really building any sort of year over year momentum in these countries. And these are already countries that like hockey anyway. Yeah. So I'd poke and hope and I don't, I don't know. I guess. Goodwill. Yeah. Like the NHL is not going to make any more money. No. Which is weird. But it like, it made sense to me a little bit, uh, like the last time that the, the Sens had to go was 2017. They had Eric Carlson, one of the biggest stars in the world. Right. So yeah. Why wouldn't you want to show him off? Yeah. No, (laughs) the rest of the season did not go very well for the Sens, but in theory, I understood why Ottawa would be one of the teams to go. Right. But this year they're. they're Towing it's up Brandstrom. Brandstrom, like I guess <laughs> they pulled up Larson, and he almost Myers. couldn't play. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. He, he. I guarantee he moved hell on earth. Yeah, just to be able to play that last game. So he's like, okay, I'm guys. See, I'm, I'm good to I'm go. Good. You got to yeah. bring me to Sweden. Come on now. Well, and there's a little bit of the the same thing with the Leafs. Like I understand Nylander right now is as hot as he's ever been. Yeah. They yeah. wouldn't have known that when they decided Toronto was the team that was going to go. But he's a star, and and you can market some of this around him. But poor Lilligren gets hurt. Like two weeks ago and he's out and this would have been one of the cool experiences of his young career and now right. he's hurt and can't can't do it so I don't know I it's who's fun- Minnesota guy I don't even know uh, for Swedes yeah I don't know, is Jonas Brodin still there that'd no be the only guy maybe is I, there uh, any well I, other than Arizona is there any other team that you know less about than Minnesota not really no <laughs> like pretty bland that's yeah that's it that's it <laughs> um and then the Red Wings are going again oh like, sorry Gustafsson yeah, goalie, that's true. The that's old true. Ottawa goalie who, yep. who was like lights out last year, yep. who's like can't stop in a beach ball this year. No, I know. Goalies like, are voodoo, though. I don't oh, understand. Totally are. Yeah, yeah. 
and then Detroit. Don't ask the Sens fan about goalies. So. <laughs> Detroit's not loaded up with like they have a couple of guys, but not stars either, right? So it's sort of an odd group they've sent over there. Yeah. I guess at one point. Detroit would have been loaded, right, with Lidstrom and Holmstrom sure. and Franzen and whatever, but that's a long time ago. That's, that's quite so, a few years ago. Yeah, so I don't know that's what maybe the, around the time when you were visiting back in Hawaii. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, four or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It's it's an odd group that they've they've chosen yeah. to go over there, and to what end, I'm not quite certain. Yeah, do you think the Swedes are happy about it? <laughs> it's like, great. What are you sending us here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, who would be the biggest Swedish? Pedersen, maybe out in Vancouver. Would that be the biggest name right now? That's what I came to my mind. Yeah, Pedersen. Other than that, I can't think of Hedman. I guess defensemen are always a little less flashy than the forwards, right? A little less. And he's taken a bit of a dip. Yeah, yeah. uh, I don't know. It's odd to me, anyway. But uh, (laughs) there they go. (laughs) Send uh, send these four teams over there, and and we'll see what happens. Uh, Short can. Yeah. All right. Well, let's switch it up. <laughs> you've uh, you've cut a pace, but you're right. It's a small can, so we'll. Uh... I don't mean to rush you through. No, anything. no, that's all right. I only got a little <laughs> bit left here, anyway. Why don't you tell me about uh, while I finish this one off? What you got going for your second one there? Okay. Yeah. So I did uh, dig deep into your um, what I like to call our tickle trunk, uh, but it, it's your it's your magic fridge. Yeah. And uh, I pulled out the old dog. Proudly presents new pup Doppelboxer. So as you can see on that one, we got to buying it before they'd even come up with art for it. Like it's just. <laughs> you know what this is? This is probably a, I, I have a series of these things. Mm-hmm. So I got to get this thing printed a billion times so that the price is lower. <laughs> and then I got to slap a tiny little staple sticker over top of this, this metal section here, which is totally fine. And a lot of people do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's essentially, yeah, just like this kind of generic can that's like, hey, we're trying this this week and here's a label. Like it's just a- Absolutely. Like something straight yeah. out of an old 80s label maker or something. That's just like Doppelbock. Yeah. 7.2%, 18 IBUs. So, yeah, it's got some flavor. IBUs, but uh, yeah, 7.2% should be a nice- uh, And it's a nice job. beer. I, I, I've said to, uh, on this show a couple of times, like this is the brewery closest to our family cottage. And so whenever I go down there, I grab a couple of things and. Right. You mentioned it's. Uh, they can be a little bland is the thing that I've sent, uh, said about this brewery a couple of okay. times. And I've, you know, I've, I've often wished, you know, you're, you're doing all right, but just turn the volume up a couple of times on some of these different flavors. And yeah. I guess to be fair to them, they're in the middle of an incredibly small town. Well, that's the thing. You're in a small town that, you know. They, they don't want to scare people have, off Yeah, they either. haven't been exposed to all the big crazy beers that the right. city would be or that you get pushed at. Sure. Different directions. You have a, I want a nice, easy drinking yep. beer sort of audience for the most part. And then you just slowly branch out. Right. I don't know how long these guys have been around for. and It's only much, a couple of years. Yeah. And how big their audience is. So it's very I, small I audience, right? It. They're in Bob Cajun. And so right. it's like yeah. a town of like fewer than 4,000 people, yeah. although it swells so tough, right? to be quite a bit bigger than that in the summer when all the cottagers roll back <laughs> in and whatever. But I do understand their predicament, right? We want to be this little town's brewery so we can't scare people off with yeah. three different flavors of IPA all in one can. That's or right. yeah. yeah, you have to have your gateway drug beers, I like to call exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're happy to still go in and, and support them because it's still good beer. Sure. Like it, it's, But this one, I was one of the ones we went in this summer and this was a new one and I remember grabbing that one and going, I really like that. Like I was really glad to see they had and again, it's, there's nothing crazy to it. There's no wild flavors or whatever, but it just, it felt like they had turned the volume up on something. Yeah, I thought it was really good. 
try to do something unique and different and a yeah. little bit bigger and yeah. more adventurous, let's say. So speaking of turning the volume up. Yeah, you're going to turn it way up. Yeah, way up over here. <laughs> what have you brought me for this second one I'm going with? So here this is our um, you know, birthday beer that we release every year called The Troublemaker. It's a <laughs> 10% 100 IBU black double IPA that's, that nice. we use some cherry smoked malts in. So it's got crazy layers of flavors. So this goes all the way back to our first anniversary. And I had a bunch of weird sort of malts sort of sitting around in weird hops. And, and I was like, well, okay, what, what can I do for our birthday? Our birthday is October 30th, Devil's Eve. Right. So I wanted to have something big and scary. It's like, <laughs> what's bigger and scarier than 10%, 100 IBU, black, malts, you know, all sorts of layers of flavors yeah. and, and crazy hops and big cherry smoke <laughs> action. So it, it is, it's big and hopefully you like it. I'm I am, crack mine. yeah, I'm excited to check this out because there's a lot happening here and wow. that's nice. What does that mean? Cherry smoked? So smoked it's, a, cherry. It's, it's a malt that's sort of packaged as cherry smoked malt. Okay. Um, so I don't know how they make it a... Because I have a... I'm getting up front like a smoke flavor from yeah. this. So there is a, a bit of a smoky element to yeah. it. I'm not sure if they use cherry wood right. to smoke it. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Um, I accidentally got the bag like whatever it was, eight, nine years ago when we first opened up. Not that particular bag for the malts here, but a bag of that a long time ago by accident. And I was like, well, this isn't going to work in anything but a big black beer. Right. Um, I said, this this has some really good and unique flavor to it, but it's going to need something to sort of, I don't know, blend, right? It can't be on its own because it, it would just overwhelm. But yeah. I think in a big black beer, it has a nice sort of subtle you know, flavor to it that uh, really lends to I'm some interesting. This a lot, I'll yeah. First, like, like seriously, maybe out of all of your beers that I've tried, this might be my favorite so far. Oh, now go. we're very early on, and and <laughs> don't 10%, worry, it's probably going to go straight down from here. Ten yeah, percent <laughs> means that this show might go a little wobbly as we move forward. That's but okay, <laughs> I like that a lot. And so, cool. As you, how often are you prepared to do that? Like you said you want to do something scary because it's October 30th and yeah. whatever. So it ends up up at 10%. Yeah. How often as a brewer are you wanting to tread into that area? Or do you normally like to stay a little closer to, you know, your five, six, something Yeah, like that? we do a lot of beers in and around the four to 5% area, yeah. like a lot. Um, because we want people to, to be able to enjoy and yeah. have a couple while they're at the brewery. And we want people to come out to the brewery mm -hmm. more than anything. Sure. So we don't serve a lot of pints of the troublemaker at the brewery. Because it's ten percent, we only serve it in a in well, a smaller form. Go make form trouble factor. somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. It's like here you go. Here's your can. Go home. Take sit that and in go. Your easy chair. Go to a safe yeah. place. <laughs> Don't drink your bourbon tonight. Just crack this bad boy, and you're fine. You'll it'll be nice and warm for the rest of the evening. Mm -hmm. Fireplace, bad hockey game, whatever. So, but we do adventure north of the six and sevens. Like we, it's funny. Like between five and seven, we don't do too many, or five and six and a half. Yeah. But we will go bigger because people up. either want really big or really light. Yeah. So they'll come in and go, okay, I want one really big beer and then I'll have, you know, easy ones the rest of the way. Sure. Um, so we do a couple different bigger things and in the Christmas bundle, we usually do a few more of the bigger things because it is Christmas after all. Sure. And you're stuck with family. So you, 
<laughs> you, you need an excuse. Yeah, to... <laughs> staring down another week with the brother-in-law coming up here. <laughs> so that'll take away your troubles yeah. at least for a few hours. <laughs> uh, or, or inflame them as I get a little more brave and ready yeah, right. to say what I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I used to always get stuck in front of the fireplace and get really, really hot. And I'd just start ripping off layers. And after a couple of beers and stuff, hey, you just get a little bit short. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, but yeah, we, we do venture north. Um, and I was telling you earlier about our ice beers that we released somewhere around February mm-hmm. where we just literally pushed the fermenter out into the <laughs> freezing cold winter. This is the science that goes with beers. Just, well, let's see what happens if we push it outside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we freeze away, yeah. you know, one third or one, you know, what, between one quarter, one third of the water. Mm-hmm. So it becomes, it goes from being brewed as an eight, nine, 10% beer to 15 plus percent beers. And it's, it's and that's just, just the way the chemicals react in those environments. Well, or? it doesn't. So not chemicals, water freezes you know I mean. before beer. Yes. Water freezes before alcohol. Yeah. So you get rid of all the water. Right. It becomes strong. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So when I'm actually extracting why it, only, you can see the ice left like 58% behind. I got 58% in biology or, uh, chemistry <laughs> class back Still in the, past. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Just barely <laughs> scraping by. <laughs> and yeah. So when we do, you know put them into and, and package them, you see the ice that's left behind. And once that ice melts, it's just literally water. Hmm. And so you get this really thick, juicy, <laughs> either hoppy, because we do a, we do a, an IPA, an ice IPA and an ice box. So you get either the super crazy malty yeah. extract, boozy punch in the face <laughs> or a, a big IPA thing. So it's like sucking on a hop in the best of ways. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's my favorite time of year for brewing beer. I, sure. I really do. Yeah. Do you, like, we were over at, uh, I went out with a couple friends a week ago, a week ago, going to take a third run of that, <laughs> a week or two ago. I've had like two sips out of this 10% beer. <laughs> Show's job. over, folks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, went out to Tooth and Nail yeah. and uh, was sitting in there. Uh, a little yeah. rib, uh, this is the first time I'd ever been in there to, um, to, to have a couple. And so we were in there and, um, had a couple things in there they had going on. Like they had an Imperial stout, uh, they had a high percentage IPA mm. and it's funny, eh? When you, it feels like you're sitting there and you're just drinking beers, but uh-huh. even that extra couple <laughs> percent is enough to make, when you stand up to leave a, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Right? Well, and especially if you're not necessarily used to getting at that sort of level of beer too. Yeah. But like if, if you're sitting down and you're sipping on a whiskey yeah. or you're having a rum and Coke or something, you know what you're doing. And so you're prepared for right. the effects of it. Yeah. But if you just cut a normal pace, when I hold a beer, this is how fast <laughs> I drink a beer. And that exactly. sort of before you know, you've had three or four of these 10% monsters and you're like, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> feel a little different than I thought I might. And a really good brewer like Matt at Tooth Nail mm-hmm. will be able to brew it so that it doesn't taste it boozy. It doesn't taste boozy. That's, right? and that's, that's, that's a problem. Really key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, As I mean, a consumer. <laughs> our ice beers do tend to have a little bit of a boozy flavor, but even then it's just kind of so, it's almost syrupy in a way. Yep. But, uh, I do need to bring one in for you next time. That's going to be great. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. And then- and your uh, eggnog stout. Yes. The nog hog. Yeah, the nog A little hog. uncomfortable with the name, but we'll, we'll get over it. <laughs> That's fine. It's a fun name. Yeah, yes, it is a fun name for sure. And the real fun part is that everybody call it, well, not everybody, but half the people call it hog nog. No reason. Okay. <laughs> 
It's like, I yeah. guess just because the nog is supposed to come second, right? And well, an eggnog or and, a... and this is a big joke. I, so when we started brewing this, it was one of our first uh, from the quote-unquote unfiltered project when we did that 52 beers in 52 weeks yeah. type of thing. That was one of them um, going into Christmas of that year. And from then, we've, we've brewed it ever since. And people keep coming back saying, when, when are you releasing the hognog? The I hog actually nog. have a picture of an email I got two days ago and heard you talking about the hognog. When's it coming back? <laughs> There's no hognog. <laughs> You've never heard me talk about the hog dog. <laughs> Maybe the nog hog. Yeah, I've done a video where it's like, it's not nog hog. It's, yeah. it's, it's not the hog dog. See, I've even done it myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's the seven point two. It's the doppelbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. double box. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you're, you know, the, the holiday season, you're sitting down either, you know, Christmas Eve or, or something like that. Is there something, I'm going to take it outside your brewery, which mm. we know makes good stuff. Is there something, a style of beer you like or something you'd like to lean on? Or maybe it's not even beer. Like, what are you sipping on on Christmas Eve? Uh, I do like bourbons. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with the bourbons. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll do a lot of that. Or not a lot of that, but I'll do one of those <laughs> every now and again. Sure. Um, especially if you just want to finish off the night. With yeah. With a little nightcap, that's, uh, that's always nice. Well, it's like, I, I've just noticed that I've become guilty of this. Like it's mid-November and I'm asking you about your Christmas Eve beverage, but like it's wild how it's advanced, right? Yeah. It keeps creeping earlier yeah. and earlier and earlier into the year. You start seeing the Christmas commercials and the Christmas music starts to pop up. Like it's. Yeah. Well, I mean, it used to be, you have to make sure you, you, you respect Remembrance Day. Sure. Don't touch that. Yep. Let's just <laughs> let that but go. But now it's like November 12th. Boom, it's Christmas. Oh, it's instantly Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it has to be. What we've December sort of- December 1st is it, fine. December 1st would I, be just fine. I, I don't agree. <laughs> I, it's not that I, I don't agree. I, I do agree. Yeah. But it's getting to the point where people want to think about what's coming as opposed- and buy for what's coming as opposed to when it's there. Yeah. So, you know, in the springtime- We'll release our, our maple cream or our blueberry pancakes or something like that. We'll release <laughs> it like a, a month ahead of when that's happening because people want to think about- To look ahead. That. That's interesting. And they're like, okay, spring's coming. Gives me some hope. Gives me something yeah. to look forward to. It's like, oh, I, I can't wait for that. So I'm going to buy it right now to, right. To, to give me that sense of whatever it is. And it's like the Nogcog. The Nogcog's going to come out this week because people are, like you said, people are talking about Christmas. My neighbors put up all their Christmas gear oh this week. Oh my God. Literally all of my neighbors put up the Christmas gears. There's Christmas trees going up everywhere. Oh, and it's and it's, it is it's it's way soon. sooner. And I mean, I understand it to a point because you don't want to be putting up the Christmas lights when it's minus 10. No, you're right there you and, they're, and they're tangled <laughs> up and your fingers are frozen exactly. and you're like, why didn't I do a better job of this last year exactly. putting these away? Now you can put them up and not light them. Yes. But that's not what happens. <laughs> or you could just be one Dad's of those people who leaves there. them up all year. <laughs> well, yeah. And you get the guys that, that have the different color things that, yeah. you know, can LED program. Them. Sure. Yeah. It's like, these are my Halloween, Halloween lights. Yeah. Exactly. These are my Black Easter and orange. lights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> celebrating the Blue Jays season opener, Ugh, <laughs> blue yeah. and white lights or something. Is that a celebration this year? We'll see. Yeah, we will. Well, let's go back to the Sands. I'll ask <laughs> you because, you know, we sort of uh, moved away from, we talked about the Europe side of this, but just the start of the season. I'm curious, you know, what you think. And <laughs> It's been rough. It has been rough. I, uh, I, You know how I feel about the Sands, but even I'm surprised with the start they've gotten off to. I Now, they did... Take two with three just before this little break for Europe. It sort of seemed like they were stabilizing things a little bit, but it has not been an ideal start. There's been all kinds of distractions still off the ice. Elliot Friedman's reported on a couple of his podcasts that the thing that 
most of the players have said to Steve Steos and Michael Andlauer is stop the noise. Like we need <laughs> less distraction, <laughs> less bullshit outside that we have to keep dealing with. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's a fair request. What have you made of the early uh, early return on the Yeah, Suns? it's been disappointing for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember coming in here and talking about the fact that I was very confident that the Sens were going to make the playoffs mm-hmm. and they got off to the same start they get off to every single year yeah. DJ Smith's been the coach yep. which I know is a thing too and it's a common denominator yeah a little bit and you know you can say whatever you want if if the guys like him as a coach and mm-hmm. he hasn't lost a room whatever that means yep uh I understand that. Then change out your assistant coaches or do something else to get them the help they need because they're still clearly running around like crazy. Like, thank God, Joe, like, Wall was in nets. Uh, <laughs> it won me that. a bet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I was watching the game against Calgary, and I'm like, Calgary is exactly like Ottawa. It looks terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. They just don't seem to know what to do in their own yeah. end. They have firepower up front. They have talented. Def- now, the defense has been beat up, right? Zub's been hurt. Shabbat's yeah, been hurt. Yeah, it it, that, that has not helped. But even if you miss, like you can tell when you watch a team, if like that guy knows what to do, but he just can't do it. He's not good enough to do it. He yeah. didn't get there fast enough. The Sens still in their own end don't look like they know what to do defensively. There's, I, they're kind of running around a little. I haven't played hockey in... 40 years. Yeah. I was never very good. Couldn't <laughs> skate. Really good. You were good hockey. in the room. Really? Yeah, I'm really good <laughs> in the room. Exactly. I bring beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you could see that they're just watching the puck half the time yeah. in their defensive end. And nobody's looking for the other guy. Right. So the other guy sitting right beside him gets the puck because he's open and fires it in. Yeah. Meanwhile... They're, they've all been staring at the guy that's across the way. Like, stop it. You should know this by now. <laughs> this isn't something you should be taught at an NHL level. I don't understand. Right, and, and that that's true. That does land on them. There should be some sort of accountability yeah. for just knowing what to do. But yeah. at, but each team is a little bit different in how the coach wants you to defend. And these guys, in my mind, just aren't getting a, no. a message no, on no. what that is supposed to be. So okay. maybe you're right. Maybe DJ doesn't have to go, but somebody does who's going to, be replaced by someone who's going to come put in and put in a hard defensive system, yeah. right? That well, I mean, we got Jacques Martin sitting around somewhere, right? He could at like least come in and consult. What is the that's an with easy PR cons- move too? So like, easy. Yeah, they've been bringing in all these guys. You know, Alfie coming I back. Heard in. Sexton's been in the owners' oh, wow. recently. Yeah, yeah, that's a throwback. Yeah, seriously. Right? So yeah, Alfie's come back. They they're bringing them back all the guys to try and you know, make the Senators yeah. sort of club feel better. And sure. it should be like, people should feel good about the Senators. Mm-hmm. We've had many years of not wanting to feel good about the Senators. I mean, I made a Melnick out beer for crying out loud. Did you really? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Was that what it was called? Just Melnick out? Yeah. 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 Well, I almost tell us sued. about the beer. What was in it? What was, <laughs> I don't even remember all the, the worst ingredients that were left like, over at the brewery. <laughs> no, I think it was like a black and red ale or something okay. like that. It was, it was, it was something like that. But, uh, I had partners at the time and they're like, oh, I don't like all this negative oh, attention. We're yeah. going to get and stuff like that. So I was good. getting tons of calls from local press and media and stuff yeah. like that. I'm like, this is not a bad thing, guys. No. <laughs> you know? so, Attention is a good thing. Yeah. yeah How did exactly. the uh, the Who Wants It go over? What what were other people? Really good. We yeah. still get people coming in wanting it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had a couple still. You brought me a few and I took a couple home for Thanksgiving and had one. My co-host Rob is a big Sens fan. He was just yeah. sipping on it there before the last. He's like, it's nice. nice beer, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. It's a rye IPA and yeah. and it's all gone now, so it yeah. doesn't matter. No. But, um, a rye but it was IPA a cool was idea. Nice. The artwork, everything playing into it. Like we talked about it the last time you were on, that stems back to Sens Red Wings last spring yeah. and Brady 
just giving it to the Red Wings bench, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, who wants it? Who fucking wants it? And, yeah. Um, There's been so a few I thought people that like cool. caught the uh, the artwork. Uh, Understanding that it was Sheldon Keefe behind the bench. I had going, somebody say that to me too. That it looks and like, it is. It is okay. It is because I I went back and um, because I do the artwork, the labels because it's a Red Wings game. That exactly, the, the term stems from. So the the picture of Brady with him holding his hands out that yeah. was from the game. Okay, but the angle of the camera was such that it was just down on the ice. Right. So there's no behind the scenes. You know the Red Wings. Okay. Going, oh, what's going on? <laughs> And and then I, I, I did a search for, uh, you know, bench shots and stuff like sure. that, NHL bench shots, and I couldn't find anything with the Red Wings, and it didn't really matter because I was going to have to remove all of that anyway. So yeah, you couldn't have soon. logos or, yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and that one of the, the Leafs, it, it's just an extra little, you know, little yeah. shot on the way by. It's, I'm okay with using sure. the Leafs. <laughs> Who wants it? No, I was having it with my dad on Thanksgiving weekend because you had just been here. And he said, I thought you said this was from a Red Wings game. I said, it is. And he goes, well, that looks a lot like Sheldon Keefe. I'm like, well, yeah, exactly. I can't explain that, but I know where the term comes from. Yeah, so. and that's Hyman, and that's Matthews, and that's <laughs> <Neilander>. <laughs> And then off to the side, if you had been able to remove that one thing, that would have been Tavares. Yeah, time. okay. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting with the Sens. And they're not dead and buried. Like, this no. season isn't lost like some are, but they've made it. It's hard Tough again. Hard. Yeah. Yes. I actually like, looked at the standings the other day, and they're, of course, at the very bottom of the standings yeah. in the Eastern Conference. Like, they got 12 points. They're not that far out. No. They're only like four or five. And the, all the middle is still mushy, right? Like, there's a yeah. lot of teams that if you just won a couple in a row, you'd leapfrog a bunch. But you still yeah, have to do that. Yeah. They haven't yeah. done that consistently yet. Yeah. And then you look over and you see Edmonton at like, what, five points? It's like, oh, oh seven God. points. It's like, oh, They've now won two in a row, and it feels like. Like that's probably their cup right now, right? It's yeah, just yeah. getting out of a little bit because they just beat uh, the Islanders on Monday night, right? Um, the but yeah, coach. that dead yeah. bit new coach. They got scored on forty nine seconds into his first game. You're like, <laughs> okay, new guy, same as the old guy. <laughs> well, I mean, how life's much tough. You in a day, right? Oh, so. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. sure he didn't even have a single practice <laughs> no, or anything. Exactly. You're just the new guy in the suit behind yeah, yeah. these guys. New coach bounce. Woo, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah. No, I don't know. When I, I look at the Sens, I, I don't know what to make of them right now. I, I expected a significant step forward, and I think... I did, too. I, I know really I said to you to and it. other people, like, to me, Batherson was the guy who was going to be uh, the big bounce back, and early on, not here, really. Here and there, yeah. 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 His lines have never... He's not done much. He's done some things individually yeah. and, and had a couple of good moments, but it's still been inconsistent. Stutzla, who... I was really disappointed in Greg going down. He yeah, and he yeah. and Joseph and, and Tarasenko were They were, were building a little a chemistry there. Killer third line. Yep. Even though... And then Josh Norris came back, had an amazing first game and has done jack shit since. Yeah. Like, he still looks a little rusty or I don't know if that's what you'd call it, like the time he's missed or... Yeah, just something. Yeah. And he, he hasn't looked tentative, which is good. No. Like, I was worried about him... Thinking about it, overthinking about the shoulder and stuff like yep. that, but he hasn't. Yeah, no, you're right. It's, it's not tentative. No, no, it's, it's just not been good. Yeah, I said to Rob when the season was starting, as kind of we each made like three wild predictions for the season. Yeah. I said that Norris might finish with a higher points per game than Stutzla, and how's that, that going? That is not appearing to be uh, going. It's going about as well as that bet we well, made last one. Yeah, <laughs> and Stutzla's like he's getting lots of points. It's funny because eh? people are calling it, and me included, like. He's off to kind of a quiet start, and you look at like, oh, four points against Toronto, and oh, there's another. Right. Like he's pl- he's getting his numbers, but he doesn't look as it as quite as impactful as last year. Well, no, and and it feels like he's going back to the way he was playing 
you know, a year and a half ago where he was whining about every mm. single thing. He's there's, falling there's been constantly. some dives again that he yeah, had kind of gotten away from, so right? tired of that yeah. shit. Like at the end of last year, he was battling yes. through everything. He was That's a right. Beast. It looked like he was over it. And exactly. lots of he star. He turned into a 10-year veteran. Right. Lots of star young centers yeah. do that when they first come in. They go yeah. down too Sidney easy. They, yes, the they whine. Yes, they the whine. Worst. And then you get over it. And yeah. it looked like he was over it. Yeah. And then there's been a couple games this year where you're like, mm, yeah. he's kind of yeah. back to it a little bit I, yeah. so i don't know type, yeah 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 a little bit disappointing so hopefully he gets over that shit because i'm i'm really tired of watching it too even as, as a sense fan mm. it's like look just stay on your feet quit falling and you'll draw and you'll, a penalty he will draw a penalty yeah. but yeah like get up keep, keep going keep your legs moving don't fall and fucking no. look at the ref no they're never ever going to call it that way well, especially right now, like he's got to build that reputation back. He's got up. the reputation yeah. now, and nobody's calling it now. Right. And now they're not getting any calls, right? Because somebody's made a call and said, "Look, these guys are embarrassing you guys. Yep. Stop it. Don't yeah. just don't call anything. <laughs> if it's got a black jersey on or you know white jersey, just don't call it." Yeah, yeah. Mm. So two p.m. start on Thursday for the Sens. So Saturday morning hockey game. Yeah. So while I'm brewing, I'll be able to put the hockey game. Gonna have like a coffee stout up and going or something Ooh, by then. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I'm. uh <laughs> Uh, my Sunday, it's going to be a scene here, I think, because Leafs are up at 8 a.m. And I got Michaela Schreider, Vanessa Ooh. Sanchez be in here early Sunday afternoon to oh, record. They got game. They got game. Yeah. And then Grey Cup. Oh, right. It's a long sports day here. It's a big day. That's yeah. a big day of uh, <laughs> how early does that first point get tracked? <laughs> You know. I should bring some uh, nog hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a bit of a day here on Sunday as we uh, try and keep things on the rail on uh, on TCA. Tell us again before we wrap up what you got coming up at the brewery, where people can find you on online, on social media, uh, anything you want to promote here before we wrap up. Right. So I will say, because I know you're a Simpsons fan, mm-hmm. you've missed our last two Simpsons events, last three. I know the, the first one you tried to get to and couldn't because we were sold out. We did two for Halloween. Okay. We sold out the first one before we even advertised it. <laughs> well, you can't blame me then. No, and then we did a second one okay. that you definitely could have okay. participated okay. in, but didn't. That's fine. Okay. But we were going to do another one. Uh, I think it's late November, November, uh, Saturday 25th of November. Saturday like the 25th of November. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's a Saturday. You see the calendar? I'm not yeah. sure. No, it's, it, it is. It's Saturday the 25th. <laughs> All right. So then, yeah, we're doing a Simpsons, Simpsons trivia, trivia night. Saturday the 25th, 7 to 9. So check it out. Um, yeah, we've got trivias every other Thursday. We we got some, well, we got a pile of different events coming up, but mm-hmm. uh, check our socials. Okay. Um, social media is Whippersnap Peru. Check out the Christmas bundle. The beer miss? The unfiltered beer miss. It's fun. Uh, it's, it's a new adventure every single day. Um, yeah, it's good. I'm looking forward to, uh, I will be there on the 25th because I am go. a. All right. See, I, I, I've done Simpsons <laughs> trivia nights before and I feel like I know my shit and I always show up and get just oh, embarrassed. Man, get right? destroyed. Honestly. Exactly. So but the, that doesn't mean it's not fun. That no, doesn't mean exactly. I don't enjoy it's still it. fun. Right. But you just realize. You that feel like there are people out there that, I feel like the question you're about to ask me is about the, Hans Molman is about to say a quote and I'm like, I know the quote. And they're like, what was the sign over his chef left shoulder while he said it? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> well, it was funny. So the last one was, was uh, Simpsons Halloween trivia. Right. And he's the only pulling. Treehouse of Horrors. He's yeah. only pulling for the first 11 seasons because he's, he's like, the rest is shit. Right. Which absolutely true. <laughs> well, I mean, not. 
I that's shit. that's my it, 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 I'm seasons kind of two to ten are my yeah exactly yeah. that's the sweet spot yeah. and I, everybody agrees with yeah. that that yeah. has any sort of brains sure uh, so that's where he's pulling from okay. and so I was quote unquote studying because me and my buddy yeah. were, were going to to compete <laughs> we still got schooled yeah but uh, there was this one trivia question that. Like he's like, I guarantee nobody's going to know this. And I, I was going through these episodes, sort of making mental notes of this is going to be some random bullshit thing <laughs> that he's going to pull out. And it, and it was, what's the movie that Marge recommends watching instead of the Treehouse of Horrors in season two or three or something <laughs> like that? And it was like two hundred miles to Oregon or something <laughs> like that. And I remembered it. It's like one nice. of the few questions I got from yeah. that category. <laughs> the rest were way easier. This was the hardest one. Nobody else got it. I got it. <laughs> See, I used to, and I'm going to let the, the audience in on something that's entirely too personal. When I get up in the morning to go shower, I start a Simpsons episode on my phone, but I airplay it to a, a Bluetooth speaker in the bathroom. A lot of you people, you're dancing away and singing in the shower to whatever's on the morning radio. I'm listening to old Simpsons episodes while nice. I'm watching. And so the same, mood. Yeah, the same yeah, things like happen it. where you're like, I should remember that because that's going to be a trivia night thing. Is that, <laughs> that This isn't an obvious moment, but that is something that a a trivia guy would ask you, That's right? Funny. And so I uh, gotta say something even weirder. I okay. sometimes have you in the shower with me. Ooh. All right. Well, lather up, man. <laughs> Get and as much time as beer too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the beer shower. That's, shower uh, beer. It's a must. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um <laughs> and then uh yeah, you got the uh all of this will be available on your website. Correct. Right, yeah. yeah. So yeah. we'll get the uh the links posted there. Uh Simpsons Trivia Night on the twenty fifth. Obviously we got the beer miss uh happening in December. Uh, I appreciate Nog-hog, you baby. the Nog Hog. The Nog Hog. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. I, I know you were, uh, you know, able to come over and rummage through my fridge just a little bit, but you were a good guy. You brought some <laughs> beers with you. A lot of people would have just teed off. Oh, I'm taking that. I'm taking that. I'm taking that. You've been pretty good about it, man. I appreciate it. No, I'm enjoying this birthday beer. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm glad you like it, and uh, hopefully it doesn't take you for down, too far down the rabbit hole. No, it'll be uh, yeah. <laughs> Got to get up early to talk to Dean Brown over in Sweden. That's so right. Can't have too many of these today. Yeah, but, I don't uh, even know how to say hi in Swedish. So, yeah, I probably did when I went, but I don't now. Yeah, I remember the uh, you know how to order a beer. No, oh, okay. I remember I the days know. of the week for some reason, and I only remember it because I guess the way for day, uh, the word for day in Sweden is dog. So like Monday dog. is moon dog. Okay, and then Tuesday is like Tuesday dog and so Tor's dog. And it's I'm tog like, in German. T-A-G. Right. And yeah. so I, okay, I, I, for whatever reason, similar. I came home going, I love that. It's, it's Tor's dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> to me, that was dogs. funny. So I remembered it. And yeah. that, that's, that's the extent of my Swedish yeah. uh, hockey knowledge. But like Dean Brown, no doubt, will have more for us on that. He'll, uh, he'll have been more recently brought up to date. So we'll talk to him tomorrow on the podcast, uh, what the Sens are doing over in Sweden and how, uh, how the city seems to be uh, embracing the wild, the Leafs, the Sens, and uh, no the Red No Sens incidents. So we'll see. We'll see what happens when they get home. <laughs> Zero days since we'll last sentence. Right. <laughs> we'll see if anybody's gotten in an Uber and been secretly recorded Ooh, or God knows. Uh, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate coming in and uh, the bet was fun. We'll do it again. Absolutely. Although I'll Every think. Every single time. Okay. Well, let's just, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> you have to populate your fridge. Though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, that's true. Uh, so that'll be fun. That'll be uh, Dean Brown on uh, Thursday morning. Mike Comito on Friday morning. And uh, today we say thanks to Ian McMartin for coming in, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Matt. We'll wind this one down here. For Ian, my name is Matt, and we will see you all next time on Talk and Audio. What was that? Number one bullshit. Oh, number one bullshit. Why are you so pissy?